this is Unpack the Geek, the podcast where we talk about movies, pop culture debates, and recent geek news. This is the rundown for episode 2. Today, PS, uh, Sony released a PS5 patent that looks extremely ugly. Now, we don't know if that's the actual patent for the PS5, but if it is, it's completely against their policy. It might be just a decoy or concept or game dev kit, but still, in the same time, uh, it's a V-shape. I get that for the PS5, but it is super ugly. It looks like one of the China consoles that are third party. Well, that was the rundown for uh, episode two. Thank you for listening. Alright, on today's episode of Geek vs. Geek, we have on my show... Esther. Esther? Just Esther. That's just Um, your name? Yes. Okay. And she has a blog at... Uh, Ultracraftblogspot.com Ultra Simple Crafts at Mm Blogspot.com And, uh, as you all know, my name is One Sentence Movies, and I'm at onesentencemovies.blogspot.com. If you like our personalities in this show, please yep. view those websites. Now, on with Geek versus Geek. This is Geek v. Geek! Alright, on this episode of Geek versus Geek, we're going to ask the question and debate about it. Are Mario Kart games too similar? Well, with the exclusion of maybe Double Dash... The one with the GameCube where you're, there are two people per cart and you gotta switch them up. I don't think there's much difference in Mario Kart games. Especially after Mario Kart 7. I mean, sure, they might have all their artistic flares. Or maybe they'll have, like, Super Mario Kart versus N64 and such. Maybe they'll have their own exclusive tracks. But all their tracks just lead into the next game. Mostly. Mostly. Obviously, there are some exclusives. But like Rainbow Road, uh, Moo Moo Village, like like there are certain ones that just always move over. So it's almost like you're getting the same game. Maybe a little bit of gameplay tweaks for uh, for um, like how you steer, how you drift, and such. But they seem really similar, especially after Mario Kart Seven. With Mario Kart Seven, they introduced the parachute thing. Once they had the parachute thing. There haven't been much changes to the Mario Kart thing, except, like, hovering. Hovering isn't much of a difference. So. And, well, there were DLC characters in Mario Kart 8. Uh, Mario Kart 8 and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, I see as two different games. Now. Uh, I also think the main thing is their controllers. The controllers are the only thing that's different when you're playing your Mario Kart games. It's different consoles as Nintendo Switches. Um, they might, they're coming out with a Nintendo Lite. Um, like, though, yeah, I agree. I agree with stuff. you. I agree with you. Like, a Nintendo Wii controller is a lot different. It's a lot different than a 3DS or, or even a Switch. Or like a Super Nintendo controller versus an N64 controller. Curse that hunk of crap! <laughs> But, yeah, um, well, this was kind of a short episode, so we're going to talk about our favorite Mario Kart maps. I do believe, so we're going to go to the conclusion. I do believe Mario Kart games are too similar, and in Mario Kart 9, 
whatever the next one is. It might be a new game on the Switch. might be a new game on the next console. They should have a lot more changes. It shouldn't just be the same thing. Sure, it works, but they should change it up. Maybe have motion controls. No, no motion controls. Uh, but yeah, so we'll talk about our favorite cards. Lillian? Uh, I personally just like to um, use Wario's bike. Mainly, it's bigger. It feels better when you're in the controls. It looks pretty nice. And then my favorite map would be Coconut Mall or Moo Moo Mills or whatever it's called. But um, I like to play it on the Wii. The Wii is a better option for me. I kind of disagree with that. My favorite Mario Kart game is Mario Kart 7 on the 3DS. Not because it's like the great... um, the great, awesome, portable one, because we have the DS version, which is better, but I personally like Mario Kart 7 because of the way it drifts. The drifting in that game is different than DS, the best quote-unquote drift, but I like this drifting more. My favorite my favorite uh, map is either Coconut Malls or one of the Rainbow Roads or actually Bowser's Castle, the new one for the Wii. I think uh, that one's yes. pretty good. Yeah, it's a little difficult for beginners, but after that, it's pretty interesting. My card style, uh, I mostly just customize it to have the most acceleration so I can get up to the top speed as fast as I can. Sure, I sacrifice my top speed, but I'll get up to that point as fast as I can. Um, I personally prefer carts over bikes, but yeah, so... Yep, I mainly car um like carts too, better than bikes. Bikes they f- they might um turn easier, but carts are better for actual driving. That's why it's called Mario Kart. You know. Well, so now we're gonna take this part of the show to talk about what we think would be best in the new Mario Kart game. Lillian, Esther. Yep. Um, so I feel like if they actually, um, had different, um, mystery boxes, like, four different mystery boxes, so, like, I think they have, like, two, um, but, yeah. Mystery boxes? What do you mean by mystery boxes? Like, the boxes. I don't even know oh, what they're you mean, called. You mean like the little power-up cubes things? Yeah, the that power-up cubes. Yeah, I can't think straight. I think, personally, it's a really strange thing. But since we're going hovercraft, maybe go spaceships. Ah, Like, yeah. maybe get a power-up where you can fly over stuff. You still go the same speed, but you, you like, hover over stuff as, like, a bullet bill. Yeah, or, had a space map. Or cool. maybe, or maybe do a like a defense power up. So like, do a shield, like a bubble shield for ten seconds. Oh, oh, you can't touch me. Kind of like a star, except you don't hurt other people. Like they, they just can't just hurt you. Yeah, stars, bullet bills, nothing hits it. But it's only for twenty seconds. Um, I also believe that there should be more higher coin count. The game seemed to have like a coin count now. I think it should be unlimited. So if you got Let's say a hundred coins, like that would ever happen in one match. You would go super fast. It wouldn't be just ten coins. Oh look, I'm faster than anyone with zero coins. It's so yeah. Maybe you could use those coins at the end to buy like certain parts for your bike. 
I thought that would be interesting. Well, that was Geek versus Geek. There wasn't much to talk about. It's Mario Kart games just need more variety. There isn't much variety in Mario Kart anymore. Well, thank you for listening to Geek vs. Geek. Tune in next time. The movie of the week for this week is Disney's 2015 Tomorrowland. So overall, it's a great movie. Um, some parts of it are forgettable, but you know it's fun to watch with the family. It's great. Um, there's George Clooney in it. Who is a perv in this movie? <laughs> like I like George Clooney, Clooney in most stuff, but in this movie, he really is a perv. I mean, he likes a twelve-year-old girl. That's that's it is it. it it's very weird when you re- rewatch it as like an older kid and then you understand the themes in it. So, well, this movie, I believe, is very forgettable. There aren't a lot of people who tell me, Oh yeah, I loved Tomorrowland. Oh yeah, Tomorrowland is my favorite movie. No, um, it's movie. very forgettable. And when it, when it first came out, critics were really divided about this movie. Some people thought it was absolutely great and a very deep movie. A lot of people really hate it. So I, I don't know why. It, I'm on the side that actually really enjoys this movie. Um, yeah, we watched about every year. It's it's really forgettable. <laughs> you forget everything about it. I haven't had anyone say, Oh yeah, I remember that movie. That movie was really good. So, yeah. <laughs> There's actually quite a good cast in this movie too. I think there was... Um, Keen Peel, the guy from there, he was in he was in this movie and he was awesome. That was probably the best scene in the movie when we went to go see that in the theaters when it came out uh, 2015, I believe. We um we we the whole audience just laughed because of the, the Easter egg stuff. And this is right before the 80s boom of big movies about nostalgia and references and Easter eggs. So it's fun to go, hey, that's Planet of the Apes. Hey, that's Star Trek. Hey, Star Wars. Especially Star Wars. But I prefer the obscure references, such as if you look in the very back corner, you can see a poster of one of the zombies from Dawn of the Dead. 1978's George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead. It was a pretty good movie to rewatch, like I did yesterday. Um... Now I'm starting to forget some of it. You know, it's very... It's a, it's a very forgettable movie. But um, still a great watch. So if, you're, if you want to put on a good Disney movie that's a little bit edgy. So if you like Pirates of the Caribbean, it's kind of like that. Because this is just a movie that they took one of their rides off. And they said, you know what? We're going to make a they movie out of pins. it. They have pins. Yeah. And... Uh, once I find them online or something, I'm going to buy one of those pins. They are just so cool. I do, I do. Really it's the one them. aesthetic that I like about. Well, that was the movie of the week, Tomorrowland. A very forgettable experience, but still a good one. Tune in next time for the next movie of the week. Not much for hauls this week. The only real haul that I got was Tomorrowland and Super Mario All-Stars. Tomorrowland I got with Disney Movie Rewards points. I got for 400 points, and I got the digital, the DVD, and the Blu-ray. 
all in 4K. Well, the digital was 4K. I'm going to sell the DVD if you'd like it. Maybe I'll do a giveaway. If so, put it put down in the comments below what is your least favorite part about Red Player One. Thank you for listening.